This is Steve Downs, the voice of Master Chief Spartan 117. Welcome to Quality Time, the KO Koala Entertainment Podcast. Anthony and Skyler will take it from here. Master Chief, out. Hello and welcome to Quality Time, the KO Koala Entertainment Podcast. I'm Skylar Sokol. And I'm Anthony Nicholas. Today we have a special guest, the, <laughs> the demon who possesses Anthony Nicolosi. Hey, the inner beast. <laughs> the, oh God. The, the inner animal. That's the guy who almost killed a who killed a snake one time. Yeah. Ah, yeah, he fucking got away. I can't believe he got away. I'm so away. happy. I'm like I'm I'm pretty I'm respect. Jacob. I called him Jacob. <laughs> That's good. Okay. Anyway, so today there was some interesting news that Anthony uh, told me about, and he wanted to talk a bit about it. You ready it. for this? So, yeah, give us the news. Hey, Google being Google, shutting down Studio Game Studios. Classic Google. Yes, classic Google. We'll get into that in a second. I'll, straight from Engadget reporting. I'm not sure. I think Kotaku originally broke the news, but basically, basically, Google shut down all of its first-party studios, all of its all of its studios that were working on games. They uh, working on Stadia they, exclusives. <laughs> yeah, if if people remember the original GDC pitch for Stadia, a bunch of cool and hip Google execs got on stage and they were like, "Just wait until you see what our internal studios are doing by building games that run on the cloud. Poggers. No more twelve teraflops of computer. You have the server farm as your target hardware." Did they well, release any games? Nope. <laughs> None, right? I don't think so. I mean, maybe there was some small thing that they somebody made, like, not to diminish what was made, but to say that, like, it didn't have... It was maybe some, like, proof of concept of the platform or something, little kind of game. You, I'm sure you're Googling it right now. But anyway, they have shut down all their internal studios, and they're basically pivoting to just, like, offer the service through third-party relationships, right? So, like, Stadia... In, would be your option instead of Luna, Amazon's Luna, or xCloud. xCloud being the only one right now with Xbox that has uh, first-party offerings. It looks right? like, like the, it was led by an offers. industry veteran named Jade Raymond who departed the company, and that was sort of the, yep. the beginning. It has been involved with publishing a small handful of exclusive titles, including GYLT, Orcs Must Die 3. I played the first two of those. They were on Steam. They were pretty good. Um, submerged Hidden Depths and Outcasters. So apparently some games have been published, but I don't know okay. if they were first-party developed. Okay. But they were exclusives. So I guess it did happen a little bit. Yeah, so according to Phil Harrison, the head of Google Stadia right now, Google believes working with developers and publishers to bring third-party games to the platform is the best, best, best path to building Stadia into a long-term sustainable business. Uh, so first of all, there is a whole website. I'll be Googling it here in a sec. I, I want to say all the things Google has killed right when Google got into Stadia. There was, uh, quite a few people just saying, well, the I bet pools. you they, <laughs> yes, they won't even make it, you know, to actually doing anything because Google has a habit of killing things pretty frequently, pretty often. Now I gotta say, um, I, I was at my friend, I think I mentioned this on podcast before, but I, actually watched my friend ben play immortal phoenix rising on stadia at his house over wired internet it ran great it was it was like pretty amazing i was very impressed 
Um, yeah. So like the technology definitely works, and so it's not like a fault of the technology. But I will say, I'm not sure they did a very good job of advertising it. Like, oh, uh, they I, didn't. I don't think they did a few good job on advertising, nor the business model. The business yeah. model is absolute trash. Yeah. You pay. You have to buy a game, and then you have to pay monthly for the service. Like, well, with the fuck? The, but if you pay like for the deluxe service or whatever, you get two free games a month of your choice, apparently. And then you keep them, or some. Okay. It was like some weird. I don't. Game I don't pass think that's adjacent, accurate. But, what, but no, I don't know. I mean, that's what Ben. That's what Ben did. That's what he told me okay. he had. Because but, the, and I think it may have morphed. Like the strategy may have morphed at some point or something. I have no idea how it works. But that's what he said. He yeah. said there was some model where he was getting free games, um, and that's why he was okay with paying for the monthly service or whatever. It seems yeah, similar to Game that's, Pass. That's, that's cool that wired controller work. Yeah, it's definitely not Game Pass. Like I, I'll find it. But anyway, because th- my reference here is Sean Jenkins, another guy from our work who tried it. Also, initially, uh, he did not like his experience. But he didn't. I don't think he was playing it wired. Right? He was like playing Wi-Fi. Yeah, it's, it does not work that well over Wi-Fi. And also, I mean, this the technology. It, it had a lot. He may have played it at the very beginning, and who knows what kind of optimization and fixes they've done since. I think he did. I think he did. So um, anyway, there's a there's a lot I think to talk about here. One, yeah. To get back to closing out the thought on the Google killing things, Google uh, from a so- having worked extensively with Google platforms and APIs or whatever uh, as a software developer, Google does a lot of stuff. Well, um, I, I as a developer, a lot of their tools and everything like that—they're easy to use. They're—they've um, got great documentation, great support, blah blah blah. But when it comes to like, from my perspective, the like commercial-facing stuff they do, uh, most of it, like they—they they kill stuff that, in my opinion, often has some merit to it. Yeah, or whatever. No, they just spin shit up, and when they feel like they're done with it, they just spin it down. Thankfully, YouTube. Hasn't not one died, of them, right? I don't think that yeah, will not die. one of them. Yeah, and I don't think will either. Hangouts, for example, is the one I always think of. It was like an instant their instant messaging service that they tried to replace like twice with different offerings that had traction. It was like why don't I don't know? They might have had like technical reasons on the inside why they didn't just update Hangouts or whatever, and then they eventually killed it. Anyway, just to say, I don't know for the hopeful for people who have a vested interest in Stadia succeeding for some reason. I'm not sure who that is anymore especially since all the developers just got laid off um then hopefully um shit i just totally lost my train of thought hopefully this is not necessarily the death knell for it i feel like having the way that google has killed things before this might just be the first indication that eventually stadia is going away maybe yeah so Um, here i found the model the 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 purchasing model for stadia so there's a service called stadia pro um if you subscribe to that service every month, you get to claim two or three, two or more free monthly games based on Google's decisions in the month. For example, in September and October, they gave away, they let people claim six games for each of those months. And there's a list of 91 games on the Stadia library. Almost over half of the library is available to claim for pro subscribers. So and, going, and you own the game permanently heavy. once you claim it. It's so not that's like, like games it's with not gold like Game and, Pass where when you right. play a game, you don't own any of it. You actually gain ownership of the game, which is actually cool, right? Like getting ownership yeah. in that situation is great. 
So that's basically kind of like Xbox Live Gold, Games with Gold, and PS Plus. But instead, but those are pre-selected games via those services, whereas this is player's choice. You pick from basically any game or any okay, 50% yeah, of the cool. games in the library. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I don't think it was that at launch. Like you're saying, they must have like kind of pivoted on that to make it more uh, interesting. Cause also you need the controller, I think, right. To be able to play stadia. I believe that's basically all you need is the controller. Okay. So, and, and like anyway. a Chromecast, which you can get for right. other reasons. Anyway, I feel like one of the things that I, uh, started thinking about today like uh we've talked about whether the big boys the googles and the amazons are going to get involved in game development right um and i think the thing that that this kind of smells like is maybe google started to realize how messy game development is from especially from a business perspective it's a creative endeavor and so you can't necessarily track that the same way you track like a software project or uh something that's a little bit more linear from an execution standpoint i mean as we saw with like jeff bezos's crucible or like am or like new world yeah. both of those games like crucible died and we talked we had a whole podcast about why crucible died, and they shut it down and they shut it right? down and then new world I don't know. It's had a few betas, but it's never looked that good, in my opinion, in any of those. I, those, um, the, I've actually forgot about that uh, Crucible move that we talked about previously. Yeah. That, yeah, the, these kinds of things happening make make me think that these big guys, at least right now, they're, they're I don't think they're interested in spinning up internal studios. Doesn't look like it. Maybe they'll buy some external ones, right? And yeah. like bring them into the fold. We've talked about that before. But, it gets to this reality of uh, games being hard to make um, and and sort of being like a terrible business model, like Crucible showed, right? Like, even if you have a talented studio, even if you put um, a significant amount of resources into it, there's like, people are just, um, th- there's just a buffet of fantastic entertainment options for everybody nowadays. And the games market is very saturated. Yeah. And if you're not going to like take it really fucking seriously and do a lot of research into like what into the market you're providing the game for what already exists in that space, you're going to end up with like a crucible, right? It was like a formulaic copy of a lot of games that already exist. It didn't do anything unique or that felt unique. The like gameplay wasn't that satisfying, you know, like, yeah, just because your game looks good visually is not really enough anymore. Well, and some of the most successful games this past year, uh, Fall Guys um, and Among Us, they're the two like that kind of shot up there at the end of the year. They're not, they're not even impressive on that front. I mean, Fall right? Guys isn't that really impressive visually, and they're like development and design and like. UI design and tons of shit was fucking horrible. Their like <laughs> netcode shit was horrible. Like so much about that game was in a terrible place when it came out, and even some parts of it are still in a terrible place now. And that game was still wildly successful, right? Yeah, like the, it shows the, that the idea matters a lot more than the execution, at least for initial sales. <laughs> well, and even I don't know. I would even say there's uh, what last year proved is like there's an increasing. Uh, increasingly larger importance on uh, community momentum, right? Uh, sure. Creator influence, all this stuff. 
games are messy and hard to make is the, is is the point yeah. and it seems like hard to make and even maybe. harder to sell i would say yeah harder yeah 100 percent. actually data from yeah we've talked about it before um the data shows that there's the strong the the correlation between review score and marketing dollars spent which one it has a stronger indicator of a game sales is actually marketing dollars spent like just because a game is good does not mean it will sell good yep yes 100 percent uh so what uh i i don't know what what do you think is do you think that we are going to see these big these big tech companies uh try this again or do you think they're just going to call it good and offer these things as a platform and allow subscribers to like jump on i i mean i'm surprised they didn't just start just doing the platform thing like that's what these companies seem like they're good at like i like yeah is the platform part of it i'm surprised they wanted to even do any first party development in such a saturated market space right like you would think they would look at the business prospects of that and be like wow this shit is saturated it's not just saturated with like independent developers it's saturated with fucking enormous companies who all they're doing is making games rather than doing like a bunch of shit like google so why would you even try and compete with that yeah at least right away right like the platforms are a way less competitive space right especially the cloud platforms like very little of that exists right now right so you can do it well that's a way more lucrative opportunity than making first party games i wonder if they came into it with like unrealistic expectations they hired jade jade reynolds and her team and i don't know put some kind of aggressive scope on it right she gave some update somewhere along the way of you know things aren't we're not going to hit that and um they started to i don't know realize the reality of delivering these things i mean it's just i, I was saying it today uh, the, what originally spurred this topic in my head was i started talking about it in a vlog recording and i just started going going for it we've talked about it before but it's difficult it's difficult per se like certain elements of a game are difficult to make the networking code for something there's so much stuff there's actually this recent blow up a couple days ago where summit said like why don't game developers just like basically try harder on hacking systems why do they keep the like implying that the reason why there continue to be hackers and cheaters and ways to break games is because studios are not investing in being able to shut those down and um actually he got quite a bit of a response from the game dev community surrounding like that's harder than you think right right making as building something that's unhackable whatever is not trivial. That's why we continue to have problems, not because there's not an investment. That's just like one thing. How how you make the good animations, how you make uh, the good environment and storytelling and just like have a team that's several hundred people big like make this experience. It's really hard. Um, and what's I actually ironic to me is nowadays the visual stuff is like the easy part. Because there's just so much available, right? I mean, if you want to like go ham, obviously it's still very difficult, and like the cutting edge of visual graphics in games is still crazy hard to do. But if you just want to make like a pretty good looking game, that's not that hard anymore. And I think that's one of the big problems, right? In the past, like Google or Amazon could release a game that like looks pretty fucking good and is like in a genre, and just be like, "Here you go. This is a this is a game. Enjoy." Like, you know, like sort of like hearts, like Blizzard does, like like with Overwatch, right? But nowadays, the, the market is different, right? You can't just release like 
a game that a small team could make in Unreal themselves and think that it's just going to suddenly sell. Yeah, technology continues to commoditize like uh, everything um, also in the game space. I agree with you. I agree with you. Yeah, you could maybe before have like, hey, look, check it out. Here's Crisis, you know, right. like out of Crisis nowhere. Is a great example. You know, um, but you it you can't really do that. Or at least, I don't know. I thought that maybe the server farm thing could have led to like uh, a couple years down the road, a couple years, probably unrealistic, but a few years down the road, a Stadia studio being like, Here's a three thousand person battle royale right, that lasts right, weeks. Right. You know? Here's yeah. Here's like the equivalent of Microsoft Flight Simulator, but it runs perfectly at max FPS, and everyone's plane is visible. Can you imagine and- that? We're simulating the entire New York City, like whatever this entire quadrant. We right. are supporting few thousand players in the game, and the game lasts until everyone's dead. This could last weeks, you know, and blah blah blah. That's kind of what I thought they would do. The way they uh, yeah. pitched it. I don't know if maybe what they were running into is like, yeah, the reality. Maybe that's what they were working on, and then they saw the roadmap and how long that might take, and it just wasn't stomachable. I don't know. I, if you have, if you're one of those guys with billions and billions of bucks, and you can't stomach the game investment, like, I don't know. Yeah, I, <laughs> I mean, it it's speaks harder, to right? how shitty games are from a business perspective. Yeah, it's well, or like anything where you're making something in such a saturated market, right? Yeah, but like games in particular, right? You can't. I mean, games have have tried alternate routes to like subvert this a little bit, but you can't. Uh, unlike another product, a game is a game once it's a game. You can't release like a half a game. Like it's just the game is not there well, yet. I mean, you know what I mean? Early access and stuff people sort of have, right? We have early access. So that's what I was kind of implying. Right? I mean, or that's you, actually you, an advantage to the game industry that a lot of things don't have is like this early access quality, right? You can't yeah, buy like a early beta access, version of a baseball bat or whatever. Early access nowadays, in my opinion, is relatively well polished Uh, when i'm saying you can't release a game before it's done is not necessarily by your determination of what's done it's more of like you can't release a game with like fucked up animations you can't release a game with like plenty of early access games with like even placeholder graphics maybe i don't know yeah i I mean maybe you're just not in the pc space as much but that happens all the time on pc honestly you can i guess you can release some you can release a game you can do that but I have never, I have not seen, I can't think of an EA, uh, of a, sorry, a AAA game in recent memory that released a game like that, I guess, outside of Cyberpunk on base consoles. Can you think of one? Well, a AAA studio released a game that right. was not done. Well, but they don't do early access, right? So it's different, right? It, but I'm just saying, you can't, you the, they could, I suppose, do early right. access, but it you would a AAA studio release it in that front. EA wants to know your question. Josh in chat is saying Battlefront. I didn't think oh, yeah, Battlefront Battlefront's was a great broken. example. That game was fucking horrible when it came out. Andromeda is and an Mass example. Effect Andromeda as well. The Witcher Three was yeah. horrible when it came out. But the, Cyberpunk's horrible. When I it don't came think out. Witcher Three was Andromeda bad. Mm-hmm. It was horrible. It was like so buggy. Oh, People oh. and Fallout Three. Also fucking horrible when it came out. You can literally or Fallout get, Four, Fallout Four, whatever the four, I th- or seventy six no, was fucked. Seventy six, but even Fallout Three, 
which is a very well, I don't yeah maybe game, was. was horrible. You can get stuck literally on the first quest of the game very easily. Tons of people just like can't play, and you have to enter a console command to skip the quest. This literally just happened to Sean like a few months ago when he was replaying Fallout, Fallout 3. Three. Yes, wow, it's not bad. fixed. It can still happen. So, I don't know. You can, I suppose, you can, <laughs> but um, you like I like the cyberpunk situation. I think in my is my head the cyberpunk console release, the specifically the console part is like what I'm talking about. You can't, you can release it like CD Projekt Red is, but you. They shouldn't have. Like, you can't do that. Uh, but the thing and is, then just you, like, the game there. industry doesn't punish you for that like other industries would. You know? Like, if you, if you release, like, fucking a product that, like, it hurts people or is underperforms in a way, like, you'll get fucking lawsuits. You'll you have to recall I mean, the product. And right? they are, right? Like, CD Projekt Red for the consoles Yeah, but I, I would bet you money that none of those lawsuits go through, like, have legs them going through is one thing but the point is like i would i do not agree that there was no consequence to that release mm-hmm. like did they still have go through with their pre-orders like i guess technically yes but there, is there no consequence to them now and looking forward into the future of course not there's no way they're going to have that's not going to have any kind of impact unless I don't know. You, they they establish some amount of. I guess what you're saying, like it's true that, like, let's say the next CD Projekt Red down seven years down the road is just a fucking banger. You know, like amazing, 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 no issues, flawless launch. I think people would forgive Absolutely. what happened. Now. Yeah, it's, yeah, I think people will forgive it even without that. Even if they just say that's what's happening, people will probably forgive it. Like, what I, do you mean? If, so, if they just like come out with their new trailer for their new game and it looks fucking hype, people forget it like instantly. Yeah, I agree. That I agree. Right? People will. And that's like people very will jump onto the games industry because it's so hype driven. I feel like, especially for big, rich ass studios who are well established, people don't care. I think that's one of the big problems with Amazon and Google. Right? Even though they're big and rich, they're not well established in the gaming community, so people don't trust them like they trust at like current yeah. publishers in the community right but i think it is like, just like publishers we're just release shit games all the time like watchdogs the original watchdogs had a horrible yeah. launch and that, that whatever like people still bought the fuck out of it right but crucible people did not buy like at all i i agree with i agree with you that there there is merit to like the the uh trust if you will in the in the studios and the brands and the publishers that builds up over time like i definitely agree that like i will buy a nintendo thing without a doubt because it's nintendo who made it and they have the history of making all that stuff like for sure i just even though the wii u exists for example right which was like not a great console hey i love the wii u but like you know the public eye does not see that as a good console it didn't sell well yet People still bought the fuck out of the Switch, you know what I mean? No one cared. Yeah, but the Switch was good. I still think, like, the main thing that screwed Crucible is the fact that it's Crucible, and it was, like, what we talked about that one time, where it had a lot of ideas, and they were all just kind of, like, fine, and nothing, like, really stuck out. It was, like, run-of-the-mill in a lot of ways. But, I mean, that's uh, like Call of Duty every year is that, right? Yeah, no, a true. true. Right, and that sells every year. I'm just saying, if Crucible was c- the cyberpunk, uh-huh. I think it would have done better see, if but, it was cyberpunk. But the thing about cyberpunk, right, is I don't think it, like, 
I don't think what's in the game even mattered in that case. I think it was just the marketing. Like Cyberpunk did a fuck ton of marketing because they understand how to get a game to sell, right? Google and Amazon right. don't. They don't know that like they don't know what you said, that marketing is the thing that actually sells games, not making good games anymore. Right. And I, I really right. like I really think they did a horrible job of marketing all of those product like products really. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I just just as, like you they could have if you don't if they don't want to do it if they don't want to spend that money like who's gonna you know mm-hmm. they have like all the money in the world and they don't want to it's a shitty it's it's uh, i don't know if hit driven is the right word but it's if you make this you make this sizable investment up front on development and marketing maybe you budget for it and then you get money on 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 the flip side. That's true in a lot of other businesses. You you spend a lot of money on marketing and you recoup those costs over time, whatever. I just feel like you 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 build up all of this. I, I okay, I'll finish my first train of thought. You you spend all this money, you spend all this effort marketing. The game releases. If it's a dud, um, and you don't make back your costs, that's a that's a reality that happens every so often, um. And it sucks. Like it's hard to get that. It's hard to recoup that from yeah. a, a business perspective because that also a, subs. Go ahead. That subsequently affects your budget for the next thing. Right. Right. No. Blah, totally. blah blah. It reminds me of a lot of the like creative entertainment industry based stuff too. You know, like like a movie, for example, or a book, or like all of those things. You're like, you know, it's not. It's yeah. You just you're really betting on like something that you can't really guarantee. Yeah. It's not I, like in my head, I'm comparing it to other services that Amazon and Google offer right. where they, it's some, there's some initial convenience it offers that makes you want to use it. Right. Yeah. But then little by little, they make it better, you know, right. and it, and it approves. So you can, you can start getting money through the door initially, like in a good game launch when it's successful. And for example, let's say you have a great multiplayer that backs it up or some kind of like service system on the right. back end. Like Rocket League, um, for you, example, I would say. Like Rocket League. Then you can, you can sort of emulate that model. You release the initial game and then you release updates. Yep. And, and that's literally what Rocket League has, has done. And it continues to be extremely successful and make tons of money, right? And Fortnite, right? Yep. The most successful game ever. Yep. Um, Minecraft as well. Minecraft also has followed that model forever. But so, for all those things, you have to have a quality initial product. And I think that's what a lot of game, like large game studios are starting to lack. They're like getting more and more lax on what that initial product is because they expect that they can, you know, iterate on it once it's already out and that people are standing for that less and less, it seems. Slash, I think it's hard, like uh, for various reasons, it's harder to. Make sure that initial thing is a quality product. Yeah. Like you might have techno technical advancements that make your like your graphics better and all this kind of stuff better, but that doesn't make the game design better. Um, that's still a very creative effort. You know, it doesn't. There's yeah, we've talked about the dynamics inside of especially these larger studios being like what the reality of uh, somehow. Uh, having a several hundred person effort coalesce into something that's clean and pure and fun and stuff. That's tough, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And maybe like, and you have to do so much like uh, beta, like audience, like super fan testing. Right. And I don't know how many of these AAA studios are doing that much of that anymore. You know? 
Well, not well. I I would. That's just another thing that if you're brand new to the space, maybe it's not. Even if you know know that you should do that, you might not be able to execute it the first time to the efficacy that you needed to pull your results. You right. know what I mean? Like, right. it's not. Yeah, it's not easy. They spend a lot of money. Um, maybe they thought it was easier. Like maybe that's what that's the problem. You go into it, it's like, hey, how hard it can be. We have the server infrastructure. We'll make sure the technical expertise is on board so that we have networking's great. Um, and we'll hire a bunch of experienced designers. It'll be easy, you know. But that's like literally every AAA studio out there has those parameters. Right. And not every AAA studio is a banger, which implies even from the outside, without knowing anything about development, that clearly there's got to be something tough about that. For not everybody to be doing it. If it was easy, everyone would do it. Right. There's a, it's a, it's a difficult dance to dance. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, a casual romp through the news today. Yeah. Just like we. Yeah. Just chilling. If everyone, if you're listening to this and you ever have any kind of uh, topic in mind that you'd like us to discuss, let us know. Sometimes we might pull something like this. We've done this periodically where we talk through some events that happen in the news. Uh, you can find us at kaokoalaentertainment.com. Real quick, you can in there, you can join the Patreon, and one of your benefits is asking a question every week. So, so Josh, why? Do you have one? We have Josh also, sorry to interrupt here. Twitch is the home of the live quality time broadcast every Monday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. We stream the latest episode of Quality Time. Um... Right now, Josh is talking to us, our third dev, and he's asking if we have a patron question. Turns we out, sure do. I th- do we? <laughs> yeah, I thought. I was so. gonna say, I think we. I, I think we, we might one. have uh, answered them in conversation. Let me see oh, here. Stan's good. Ask what's up with all those stock trades, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. If- that's right. That's right. I would say yeah, ask I- your accountant. The answer is it doesn't actually relate to gaming. Even though GameStop is the stock in question, yeah. it does not it just relate relates to gaming. To taking down the capitalist pigs, which I'm all in support for. Tune into in my- our other podcast, Capitalist Pig Takedown with Kale Koala Entertainment, where I'll talk about my opinions <laughs> on that. Uh, but yeah. In my opinion, um, GameStop's business model is still shit. There's, that's <laughs> the answer to the question. And they got the. The crazy Robin Hood gang might have rolled their stock a bit. It has nothing to this do with GameStop being a good company. It has nothing to do with AMC or good being business a good company. Model. It, they had a new investor coming in. GameStop in particular did that got people excited and stuff. But in my opinion, I don't know about you, but I feel like GameStop's just been sitting on their ass for yeah, the last decade no. and didn't innovate their in-store experience at fucking all. They just pushed fucking credit cards down <laughs> everyone's down. Get throats. physical game sales out of here please <laughs> this is what you get i mean in my opinion i all i was thinking yeah as digital sales continue to increase you need, what why do i want to go to your store i feel like they should have gone the route of like what actually best buy kind of did what the microsoft store was make it a a cool spot to try peripherals or some shit you know something like, let like me that fucking sit down and like play like i pick a game at your store and you just like load it up and i just get to like play it for a bit before i buy it or some shit right like how let sick me go would in that and, be? Let me go try the new Razer, the new Logitech mouse yeah. pad that's hard and it's not soft oh and it's not cloth <laughs> like Sean. Uh, you know, let me go I somewhere and try these things. Sean, by the way. 
Is it good? It's great. It's my favorite mouse pad I've ever used. Hard pad gang today in the Discord. Hard gang. Um, right hard gang. It does flex a little bit. <laughs> it's kind of like, I don't know. I'm not sure if that's exactly like the one I've used in the past. I was saying like, yeah, I'm I'm moving around and my nails, my thumb and my pinky are actively always hitting that. Yeah, but not my nails. It's like the pads of my fingers. Tune in uh, next like week the for the my YouTube tutorial on how to use a gaming mouse. It's not my <laughs> fault they make these for small people. Like, how do I stop? like my stupid ass hands are dragging all over the place. Anyway, I'm not sure if. Uh, th- don't take this the wrong way, hard pads. But if you guys have those those covers that go like <laughs> when you put you your nails about? on there, oh, those are fucking awful. I those are the only ones I've ever tried. Wait, so like, I can't hear. I couldn't exactly. Hear See, so it's not very loud of a sound. Clearly, no, no. I I just think the ones you have, I've never used. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Must be. Yeah. You'll have to try it sometime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Until next time, you can find us at KaleoKoalaEntertainment.com. There's links to all our social media. Join our Discord. Woo! We do giveaways every three weeks. We just, we just did a giveaway. giveaway. Yeah. We just did a giveaway. We're about to launch a new one that's going to be run in three weeks. Three Check out weeks. the new Quality Time merch. It's hey, amazing. I'm not wearing it because I've been wearing it too much. I, I need just to wash bought it, it this, today. This is my Koala Tech shirt. And if you're looking at it past. and you're thinking like, Fuck, that's cool. You actually can still get it. Oh. It's now no longer for sale, but you can get it if you're a patron. Oh, get those out outdated merch patrons, designs. Patrons get archived merch designs as options for them if they want free stickers or free merch. And that's cool. That's yeah, so sick. Yeah, yeah, you get a bunch of other perks. That's enough of this. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye.